I want to share with you today how demons obey. What makes demons to obey? Amen. Amen. Are you excited to know what makes them to obey? Yes. This is so important because God sees so many people out there today, and some of them are you, who are demonically oppressed, and he wants them free more than anything. He wants his people free. He wants you free. But he's given us authority. It doesn't happen, Jesus, you cast out the demons, we sit back. But we have to make the demons obey with the authority God's given us. So it's so important we understand what makes them to obey. How do I get them to obey me? Because Jesus has given you authority, right? Amen? There's a way. Demons don't obey anybody. So today you're going to learn how to see demons obey. How to see demons obey you. And also, just as importantly, how to see demons obey in general. Because we are a body of Christ. So we have to be united and on the same page. Like today, we have to be united today for the demons to obey today. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So Luke 10, 19, it says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So this Jesus told his disciples right after they returned from going out and casting out demons, and demons obeyed them. And they came back running to Jesus so excited. Jesus, Jesus, the demons obeyed us. And he says, he says, I have given you authority now. The demons must obey you now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to learn what that authority really is. When Jesus says, I've given you authority, what does that really mean? What does that really mean, authority? So to walk in authority means to carry anointing, number one. Number one. Anointing is the person of Jesus, the measure of the Holy Spirit that God puts in a vessel that makes demons tremble and cast them out. Anointing, it says, in it says in the Bible that the anointing is what destroys the yoke. In Isaiah, the anoint the burden shall be removed from off your shoulders. His burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So we are all given the Holy Spirit when we receive Jesus as Lord. Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. But anointing is the person of the Holy Spirit who comes in power to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to release God's power to this earth, to people. And anointing 
doesn't just come to anybody. Holy Spirit does. An anointing is a Holy Spirit, but it's the Holy Spirit that comes in power. Anointing is given to those who can be entrusted with it. In the same passage when Jesus says, I've given you authority. I've given you authority, my disciples. And then and right after that, he goes and he praises God. He says, God, I praise you that you've hidden the secrets of the kingdom. In other words, you've hidden the secrets that makes anointing to come in a person. You've hidden the secrets to those who are wise in their own eyes and proud. For example, the Pharisees of those times were, were, were some of them because they were people of God. If they could just humble themselves, they could have received the secrets, right? He says, you've hidden it to those who are proud in their own eyes and you've only given it to those who have humbled themselves and become like children. It is God's will for all believers to walk in anointing, but he will only give it to those who humble themselves and become like children because those are the only ones who are trustworthy to walk in it. This is real power, and God's given us authority, so that power can be abused because we have authority. Just like kings and presidents, they can abuse their power because they're really in power. They have power. We have been given power. So that's why God doesn't give it to just anybody because it would be a disaster. And the devil knows how things work in the spiritual realm and you would have people carrying power of God and they would abuse it and the devil would just ride along with it and it would be a bigger mess than even if anointing was here. And God would be misrepresented completely. God says it's better to wait until my people can humble themselves. Just like we saw there was no prophet for hundreds of years before John the Baptist and then Jesus came. It's better for them to wait and wake up and go to their word and pray and humble. Go to the word of God. It's in the word of God if you just humble yourself. The secrets of how to walk in anointing. So that's what anointing is. So he put anointing in his disciples. So this authority is anointing the power of God that destroys the yoke, the demonic yokes in people's lives. Yoke, by the way, is talking about how cattle would carry large things behind them and they would have something on their, a brace on their, on their neck and it was this burden, right? They, they were trapped. They were trapped, it was heavy. No relief, they're stuck. That's like what demonic yokes are in your life, in the spiritual realm. That's the meaning. So the anointing is what destroys it and sets people free. Hallelujah. So, God gave this authority, which is anointing. But now, once you have received this anointing, you've humbled yourself, you've been childlike, you've been faithful to God, he can now start to put the anointing in you. And he tests you. He tests you. He tests your humility again and again and again. You know, God released, started releasing anointing to me when I started walking in my calling when he called me to be an apostle. But that was, that was almost five years ago this September. So I was carrying anointing, but the church had about 10 people every week for four something years. And I didn't see any demons manifest or be cast out. 
I didn't hear really any many healing testimonies. And we would see God move in power here and there, baptism, Holy Spirit, people falling back with the power of God, and lives change, which is amazing. Hallelujah. But not the, I wasn't seeing demons cast out. I wasn't seeing, I wasn't seeing big, big, big miracles. So there is a testing. There's a testing that you go through to, to see if you can really handle anointing. Hallelujah. So you can be walking in anointing and God will look at you and see, are you trustworthy with this? Will you take authority over yourself and the authority around you right now before I release you to have authority over other places to release anointing? Will you be faithful with a little? We have to have authority. We have to take authority over the enemy in our own lives before we can take authority in other people's lives. And so the devil's coming with lies all the time in your mind. And God's, God's looking to see, will you use what you've been given properly? I've given you authority over the lies of the devil, over all his schemes. The Bible says the power of life, the death is in your tongue. The Bible says take every thought captive to Christ. So when those thoughts come from the devil, will you take authority over them? Will you speak life instead of death? You feel so anxious, but will you be responsible and use what you've been given properly? Will you take authority and refuse to say, I am so full of fear. I am so sick. I am so afraid of the future. I am so depressed. Will you be faithful? Will you re reject those lies and will you choose to say only life? God did not give me a spirit of fear. These lies of the devil must go out of my mind in Jesus' name. And how, how are you using your authority with people around you in your life, your family, your friends? Are you speaking only life over them? Because you, you've been given some anointing and authority already. When they get under your skin, are you only speaking life to them? And so when God first called me, I knew that I carried anointing and I didn't know how much it was, you know. And you all are carrying anointing here in this place. His power is moving. If you're coming with the right heart, you're carrying anointing. If you're coming humble and childlike, you're receiving impartation in your life right now. You're all walking in anointing. And God's looking at you now. What are you doing with that? I want to entrust you with more revivals now. I want to use you in greater ways. But I'm watching you. <laughs> it's testing time now. Are you only speaking life to those around you? Because destroying the yokes in people's lives does not look just like demons go in Jesus' name. You must go. But it looks like someone is struggling with so much depression in their life. And you simply speak life to them. You say, God loves you. God's plans for you are so good. And you are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's a lie of the devil. That, that depression going on in your mind, that anxiety, that's a lie of the devil. You have sickness, I speak healing to you. That sickness can't stay in you. By his stripes, you are healed. Someone's mean to you, what do you do? Do you hold your tongue and only speak life? Because if you speak death over that person, if you're speaking anything that's not life, you're abusing the power that's been given you. So, so, so this is how 
this anointing comes and grows in you. You're all carrying anointing right now to change the world. Right now. It's no small thing what you're doing right now as you walk in this anointing, as you speak life. You take authority over your body and over other people's lives in you. Speaking life, authority over the darkness in people's lives. You stop them in their tracks when they're full of despair, full of worry, and you speak life. You don't go along with them. You don't continue the gossip. You don't continue to complain, yes, I don't know what's happening with this world. I don't know what's going on. It's so scary what's everything's going on. No. Hallelujah. So now once you carry this anointing, once you carry this anointing, God's put this anointing in you, you have to execute this authority properly. You've been given authority. Now you have to execute that properly. That's what God's testing and looking for. And the demons are paying attention. So you can start to take control. You don't always need a person to cast out demons out of you. Sometimes it's you need to take control over the devil's lies in your mind. That's what you need to do. The demons can see if you know who you are. If you know your authority. You have a horrible dream, you wake up, I reject that dream in Jesus' name. Yes. The demons see, oh no, they know who they are in Christ. They know the authority they've been given. So I have to leave now. Yeah. It works. This is how it works in the spiritual realm. As simple as that. But when you wake up from the dream and you're like, ah, this horrible dream and I'm letting this dream take me in my day. I feel like a bad person now because of the dream that I just had was a bad dream and I did bad things in my dream. I feel like a bad person now and you're talking about it with your friends. I feel like I'm a bad person. I don't know why. The demons are just staying. They're not being taken authority of over. They're just staying. They're able to remain. They see, they don't know who they are in Christ. That's how it works in every area. They can see if you know the lies of the devil and if you'll do something about it and take authority or not. And so you, many of you, 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 don't, you don't, the key for your deliverance isn't demons casting out of you, but it's to take authority over the devil in your life. Amen. And demons can be cast out of you, but you have to learn how to walk in authority in your own life. Hallelujah. Authority. The definition of authority is a person or, organi or organization having power or control in a particular uh, sphere, typically political or administrative sphere. This is the definition of authority. So we see in this world there are kingdoms, there are governments in place, there is order. And this order is a good thing because it makes our society to prosper and not be in chaos, amen? We are grateful that we have a president, right? That we, don't, that we know that there's business being taken care of. 
We are grateful that there's a president and other people in office that make sure that we won't be attacked. They got things in line. We don't have to worry about that. There are people who have power for a good reason, for our good. Amen? Amen. So this government system that you see on this earth comes from the kingdom of God. It's, it's learned from the kingdom of God. We're in a kingdom, right? The kingdom of God is a kingdom. Kingdom. It's called a kingdom. So in kingdom, there are different authorities. There are different rulers in place. Amen? Amen. So look at this. 1 Corinthians 14, 40. Let all things be done decently and in order. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. God is, God is not a God of confusion, but order. And how there is order is when things have place right now. Like I'm speaking right now, and there's order, and everyone can hear the word right now because there's order. There's not people randomly standing up, speaking different things. Wait, God told me this right now? And just start speaking, right? But there's order. There, you're able to hear the word now because there's order here, right? Amen? So listen to this, Ephesians 6, 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Principality, the definition of principality is the state, office, or authority of a prince. The state, office, or authority of a prince. Do you get that? That's the definition of principality. So we are wrestling against princes of the dark world. This scripture here, that we are wrestling against, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. This is speaking of different hierarchies like a kingdom in the kingdom of darkness. That's what we are wrestling against. So principalities are the princes. They are the highest power. So there are higher level demons, lower level demons. They have a ranking. They have offices. That's how it works. They have true power in their kingdom. But the authority of God is greater than all of their power. Yeah. Hallelujah. God's anointing is greater than all of their power. But only when we know who we are in Christ, when we know the authority we've been given, yes. when we know that we have a higher authority than them, and when we know how to execute that authority properly the right way. Amen. That's when we have victory. The devil stands no chance when we can get into God's order yes. and execute his authority the right way. So, if there are different levels of demonic powers, there's even princes in the kingdom of darkness, that is also how it is in the kingdom of God. 
there are greater levels of anointing and authority. Anointing and authority is one. When you, when you walk in authority, true authority, you carry anointing. But when you carry anointing, you have to know how to walk in authority. You could let the anointing just sit there. You're walk, you have an anointing right now, many of you, and today is you're, one of the first times you're learning how to walk in this authority. Amen? So there are different levels of anointing that God will put in his vessels for his perfect purposes. We see this in the book of Acts. We see in Acts 19.11 that God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, Apostle Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. New King James Version says, now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, Apostle Paul. So God says specifically for Apostle Paul, there was extra ordinary miracles happening, higher levels of miracles happening. So we see that Apostle Paul was carrying a higher level of anointing for God's perfect purposes in his kingdom. Because if there is high-level demonic powers, we need high-level anointing of God only that can deal with those higher-level demonic powers, those princes, principalities. We need that in the kingdom. We need to get our kingdom in order and respect God's kingdom. Amen. 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 Just like we respect the president and the governor and the mayor. We're like, yes, I don't, I'm glad I don't have that job. I like what I'm doing. But I'm so grateful for them, you know? Like, it's making me to have peace in my country. It's making my country to prosper and go forth. When we try to take down who's in office, look what happens. I mean, it says the kingdom divided cannot stand. So if there's an uprising, if there's a civil war here in America, um, that's not going to be good for our country. There are enemies in this world. And when we fight over people in power, because that's when civil wars happen, right? They're fighting over the offices and the ranks, people in power, right? If that happens, then we become weak. We can't stand. The Bible says the kingdom divided against itself can't stand. So we can't stand. And then enemies can come, and we're hopeless. So we need to recognize that this is a good thing, and we need to get in order yes. with God's kingdom government. Amen. He is a kingdom government. Hallelujah. So we see Apostle Paul, for God's perfect purposes, was operating in this higher level anointing. We also see Apostle Peter, for God's perfect purposes, was walking in a higher level anointing. It says that in Acts 5.14, Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on them and fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Hallelujah. So we see this higher level anointing. This was a higher level anointing that, that people could just lay the sick and even possessed in the street, and they would all be healed. It says all of them were healed. For all of them to be healed. And they're saying they're bringing all sorts of demon-possessed people. 
So that means they're bringing high-level demonic strongholds, principalities that are in people. They're bringing them to the church where Apostle Peter was ministering. So he could walk by and the demons would recognize the anointing and authority that he carried. And they would have to go. The, the Bible talks about how the demons recognize the anointing and authority that a person carries. The level. The level of anointing. The principalities cannot obey the lower level anointings. They can't. They'll stay. The Bible talks about how, how demons... Uh, the, the, the sons of Sceva, these people, not, were not walking in anointing. And they try to cast out demons. And the demons say, who are you? We know Jesus. We know Apostle Paul. The Bible says specifically Paul. We know Jesus. We know Apostle Paul. But who are you? So that shows us demons see the ranking in the spiritual realm. And they won't obey. If they're the principalities, if that's not the higher level anointing. That's how it works. That's how it works in the spiritual realm. Now, look at this. Look at, look at the Acts church. Look how beautiful it is. The church was a place, was a hospital for the sick. The church had that reputation. It says, Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on their bats and mats so that at least Peter's shadow could fall on them as he passed by and they'd be healed and they would be cast out. So the church had the reputation. This is where you come and you will be healed. Every sickness was healed, it says there. Everyone, every kind of sickness, every kind of demon can be cast out. God has a perfect order when, when everything's set in place, when his true anointed apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers in the fivefold ministry are set in place, and there's order. He has it set that when people have these high-level demons, principalities, God can lead them to where a higher-level anointing is to deal with those principalities. So this is how the church is supposed to be, that we respect God's order, we respect God's way, we don't demonize his prophets, his apostles, Yes. right? We respect his way so that his kingdom can come to this earth and his will may be done. Not just the kingdom come to the earth through me, his will be done through me. We're a body. We're a body together, and we need to have this heart. God, you have a system set in place. God, you have order. God, you have a kingdom. God, you have a kingdom government here. So I respect that. I'm getting into place with that. So I uh, so imagine if we were in the time of the book of Acts. Apostle Peter's carrying a high-level anointing, dealing with principalities. Apostle Paul. So when Apostle Peter's ministering, or the next Sunday, when Apostle Paul's ministering, we're going to bring them here. And they will be healed because those demons must respect that higher level anointing in them. Hallelujah. That's how it's supposed to be. So the church is a place where you come, you bring the sick, you bring the demon possessed. And because God's perfect system is set in place, true anointed vessels, true anointed ministers in place for his perfect purposes to deal with the higher level principalities. This is a... Job not for everybody, not that everybody wants to do, right? But God with his perfect purposes chooses who he wants. 
And this is a place for all the demons to be cast out and people to be healed. Number one. Number two, this is a place for you here, every person in the body of Christ, to come and receive impartation of anointing and to be equipped. Like today, you're learning how to make demons obey you in your territory. So how, how anointing works is that Demons, demons will only respect when things are done in God's order. God is not a God of confusion, a God of order. Let's look at the, let's look at the government on earth. Imagine if the president's speaking. When the president's saying, go here, do this, do that, it's done because of the authority he's in. It's respected, things are in order. It's great, it's peaceful, right? But imagine if people don't respect how there's order like that. And someone tries to stop him speaking and start speaking. There's chaos. And that person that's trying to steal his mic, for example, or trying to cause distraction, is stopping the work to go forth, is creating confusion, and is making there to be division. The kingdom can't stand. So the demons recognize when we as a body are not in line with God's order. They see the rankings in place, the anointing levels and stuff, right? So that's why it's so important. I share every time here when you come to church, I say, God's doing a new thing. It's not new according to the Bible. But it's important when you come here to be like a child and not come with old church mentalities of how to do things. We're seeing God move in greater power than we've seen, really. And there's a reason why. It's because we're doing things God's way in this authority. We're respecting how he works. And the demons can see that. And they see a united kingdom. That's why I will say it. It's very important. It's very important. Even I can be stern, like, please respect God's order. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because a kingdom divided can't stand. So when, if we as a body are doing things our old church ways or doing things however we want and not respecting that kingdom government authority of how God releases his anointing, the demons see that and they cannot obey. So we could stop God from moving. Because the demons respect when you know who you are. When we know how God is working, when we're respecting that authority. Hallelujah. So, demons obey and respect when one person is taking authority over them at one time. That's just how it works. So like here in this place, God has given me authority over the demons in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. It's just like Apostle Paul. It wasn't Apostle Paul and Apostle Peter ministering at the same time. They were ministering one time. At the, Apostle Paul was ministering during one service. Jesus, when he sent the, the disciples out to cast out demons, he sent them out. He did not have the disciples casting out demons alongside him. He didn't bring them and say, come, we're all going to cast out demons together. Because that's not how it works. That's not what makes demons to obey. 
It's the authority and the anointing. We tend to think in physical ways. We tend to take, we tend to think in physical ways like we, we think that we need to send one person one-on-one -on -one for every person manifesting to cast out each demon. But that's in our physical effort. That's in our physical way we're thinking of. But God is so much more powerful than that. Yes. What really makes the demons to obey is the anointing and authority. That's what makes the demons to obey. So, so that's why we, we see every Sunday now, we're seeing, and, and when I miss other places, South Carolina was so powerful, Fresno, Miami. At the end, I, I will declare every demon must leave of every person. And there are so many demons screaming at one time. It's because they must respect the authority and the anointing. That's what we saw with Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, many being cast out at one time. They weren't going one by one by one by one by one. God, God can call me to move in that way and, and address the demon one on one. But it doesn't mean that that's how it must always be done. God's so much bigger than that. Yes, amen. He's so much bigger than that. Hallelujah. So you each have authority, territory, domain in your own life that God is calling you to take authority of in your own life. There is demonic attacks in your own life. We all have them. We're in a spiritual war. So first of all, you got to take authority in your own life over those demons. And you will learn how to do that here. You're equipped here at the church. That's the purpose of the church, of the fivefold ministry. And you're receiving impartation as well. That gives you strength and power when those attacks come in your mind. Number two, your home is your domain and your territory. Yes. And we've heard several people here that have come here, received impartation, been delivered themselves here, received impartation, go back and deliver their family members. Where demons started manifesting for the first time in front of them. We heard that testimony last week. A 16-year-old was delivered here. He received impartation. His seven-year-old sister began manifesting in demons and he, and he prayed and the demons left. We, we saw another gentleman from Miami came here, traveled, saw his witness, his sister be set free here, received impartation, went back to Miami, started praying for three different family members and demons trembled and they were cast out. There's another woman here, she comes here from Fresno regularly. She came here one time, she, God had a, had a word for her here and she received impartation. She went home and demons trembled in her daughter for the first time and she cast it out. That's how it's supposed to be. You all have domain and territory and authority, yourself and other areas in life, like your family. And there will be times when, not just your family, like a friend, you're with a friend and that person has given you authority technically in the spiritual realm by opening up to you and, and accepting your godly wisdom and prayer for their life. That's in the spiritual realm. They're giving you authority. If they have demons, you can execute your authority there. See? So we all have different areas where God given, has given us authority. And some, some of you here are called to be ministers. Some of you are called to be fivefold ministers. And that is a place where God will give you authority. And then here, as time goes on, we will have 
other ministers come minister here, and when they minister here, I will not have the authority there, here. It will be that person. I could even be here. And when they're speaking and praying, they have authority, not me. We respect God's, God's way of working. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is what makes demons to obey. This is why we're seeing so much tremendous power of God. This is why we're seeing demons tremble before even prayers are, are happening or being spoken. This is why we're seeing so many demons tremble at one time. Because we are doing things in God's order, not confusion. Yes. And now demons must obey. We're respecting God's authority here. In his anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so it's so important for you to have faith in Jesus to deliver you and heal you right now. God wants to heal you and deliver you right now. But just as in the book of Acts, it says all of them were healed because that anointing was powerful. Amen. It wasn't about Apostle Peter praying for people one-on-one -on -one, because it's not about Apostle Peter. It was about the anointing of Jesus flowing in that place. And right now you've come, just like they did in the book of Acts, coming to the church where God's power is moving in extraordinary ways. And you've come and you've given authority to God to cast out every demon, every principality in your life. The demons know they're in trouble because of where you've positioned yourself now. They cannot stay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.